Charlie Kirk is a right-wing political pundit and the founder of Turning Point USA, a conservative nonprofit organization that advocates for conservative politics on high school, college, and university campuses. Kirk is doing a live-free tour throughout 2023, stopping at universities across the states to talk about his conservative values with college-aged individuals. He kick-started his tour at UC Santa Barbara last night, March 1st. UCSB is one of two UCs on his list of destinations, UC Davis being the other one. Charlie Kirk has a bold reputation, to say the least, for his staunch conservative viewpoints. Kirk says that transgender individuals are, quote, delusional, denies the existence of systemic racism, and advocates a pro-capitalist and pro-Christian stance. He has a very large social media following, with 2 million on Twitter and over 820,000 on YouTube, and hosts a popular podcast. His appearance at UCSB sparked outrage among many students, leading to protests outside of the event at Campbell Hall last night for the entirety of it. UCSB's Student Commission on Racial Equity, also known as SCORE, organized one of the protests against Kirk's visit. They started their protest in front of El Centro to avoid direct confrontation while organizing as a united front, but eventually made their way to Campbell Hall as a group. Reese Rand was outside during the event, talking to protesters and organizers, and he has more now. Take it away, Reese. Hello, this is Reese. So at the event, there were barricades and UC Police Department officials present, as well as a personal security detail for Kirk. SCORE and UCSB Campus Democrats were two groups facilitating the counter-protest. Organizers blasted Disney music for the last half of Kirk's event as a means to avoid the sound bitification of those who oppose Kirk. In other words, preventing the misuse of the counter-protest to discredit opposition as overly emotional and embarrassing through editing. While people were lining up for the Kirk rally, pamphlets were floated around stating opposition to his presence. And then, at around 6.30, half an hour before Kirk would take stage, a group of over 50 students arrived. With bullhorns and signs, the group led by SCORE wanted to make their objection clear to the controversial figure. Campbell Hall had amassed a long line at this point, and the group would draw a lot of attention, with supporters of Kirk coming to the front of the protest to shout at them. Cameras soon followed. Many students showed up to stand with the opposition. Junior Paolo Binderson was one of them. He heard about the protest via Twitter and came directly after class to show his support. Charlie Kirk should not belong at UCSB. Voices like his are evil and really promote hate and violence among the American population. It's really sad to see him here. Yeah, what do you know of Charlie Kirk? I know that he stands very strongly for TPUSA, uh, Turning Point USA. They're, they're a very uh, conservative group, lots of dark money. Um, it's just vague conservative ideals. I think a lot of them don't really share the same idea, but right of center for sure. Binderson was hoping the event wouldn't even occur. I've seen Charlie Kirk be um, deplatformed at most, multiple campuses. I know at Berkeley they, they shut him down. So I, I really think in, in my perfect world he wouldn't have spoken here at all. But I think we did a good showing here. And, and it's always good to just have people in front of the building, even if we don't even get anything done. Just to have a voice there to show that this isn't approved of is, is important. Binderson says UCSB should take responsibility and that Kirk should not have been allowed to speak on campus entirely their responsibility. They allowed him on campus. They take his money. It's ridiculous. They should not allow someone with with this reputation, with this association on campus. It's not about free speech. Like we don't care like would you give Hitler free speech? There's this there's this fallacy, this logical fallacy of of um <clears throat> 
of free speech. It's like, who do you allow free? Like, what is free? Is is violent speech free? I, I don't I don't think so. Finnerson feels that irresponsible of the campus. Um, I, I'm just really, really disappointed in UCSB. This is a college with with a large Hispanic population, large African-American population, large Jewish population. And what Charlie Cook stands for is against all those populations. He, you know, advocates for page, the patriarchy and for white supremacy. And that that has no place here on UCSB. We're, you know, a liberal arts, you know, a, a public institution. We don't platform evil speech like that. It's just so sad. Throughout the night, there would be many more confrontations with organizers of the event de-escalating committed to a nonviolent protest. But it wasn't all shouting. There were sign-making stations, dancing to copyrighted music, and pizza. The group would stay throughout the entire event. Now, on to Dan Siddiqui with more from KCSB. As he said, I'm Dan Siddiqui. I spoke with organizers with TPUSA, as well as supporters leading up to the event. I also had a chance to talk to Charlie Kirk himself a few hours before the event. We spoke for about 15 minutes, and here are what I consider to be the highlights from my interview. So in your speech against the left, you said the best response to uh, people wanting to identify with certain pronouns is like, so what? Like, so why should I like respect your, your rights or pronouns, right? My counter question to you is that why is your ability for word choice more important than a trans person's ability to feel like they're representative, especially because oftentimes it's a matter of life and death considering the suicide rate among trans individuals? Why do you think the suicide rate's so high? Um, I think the suicide rate is incredibly high because of the large amount of discrimination that transgender individuals face across all aspects of society and um, the significant barriers that they face trying to integrate within normal life. Do you think they might have other mental health issues? I think they can have mental health issues that are caused by the discrimination they face. Now, I won't deny that, sure, there may be transgender individuals who are dealing with separate mental health issues, but do you not think that the, uh, the amount of like, discrimination and hate that trans individuals face is caused by, is par- at least partially caused by the huge backlash against their existence? No. No? And would you want to like, further clarify why? It's pretty clear. Well, I mean, uh, what, what can't they do? What could a trans person not do that I can do? Uh, when you have transgender individuals who want to use like a certain bathroom, right? Or when um, they want to be identified by certain pronouns and someone doesn't respect that, you don't think that has an impact on their mental health? I couldn't care less it has an impact on their mental health. If you're a man, you want to use a woman's bathroom, you're a pervert. And I'm not going to reaccommodate society for your weird fetishes or your delusion. Well, okay, going away from the bathroom conversation, what about pronouns? Like if, if someone wants to go by a different set of pronouns and the sex they're assigned at birth. Think whatever you want. You're not going to force me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't force me to do it. Okay. A very trending uh, topic across college campuses is critical race theory. Could you yep. define critical race theory for me? Call everything racist till you control it. Do you think that uh, examples of like policies in the past, like redlining, do you think that those policies still have an impact on African-Americans today? Absolutely not. Okay, so you don't think the, the years of redlining and other segregationist policies in the 1960s don't carry any weight to today? Minimalist, if none. Then blacks were the fastest growing income group in the 1950s. Read Thomas Sowell's entire essay dissertation on the Harlem Renaissance. Fastest growing income group per capita were blacks when America was segregated. And yet blacks have gotten poorer since then. Just hours later, Kirk took center stage at Campbell Hall on UCSB's campus. KCSB's Rosie Boltzmann sat in the audience for the duration of the event and is here to share her observations. Hi, this is Rosie. Like Dan said, I spent the event inside Campbell Hall. When I walked in, my eye was immediately drawn to an arm wrestling match taking place on stage between right-wing political activist MAGA Hulk 
and another person I didn't catch the name of. The audience was very enthusiastic. MAGA hats and American flag clothing decorated the audience. Turning Point USA, known commonly as TPUSA, was giving out buttons that said things like, cut taxes, not trees, and only you can prevent socialism. To give a demographic breakdown of the crowd, Kirk supporters made up most of the audience, and the audience was overwhelmingly white. However, there wasn't a stark gender majority. There were many attendees from the community at large and some who traveled for the event. Roughly one-third of the audience appeared to be older than the average college student. There may have been a few neutral parties despite the event's controversy. As one KCSB reporter heard a student mention he was attending for extra credit units in his Intro to American Religion class. Then, Kirk was introduced by someone who went by Joe Bob. Joe Bob's bit was to guess a person named Emily's gender in an effort to expose a, quote, problem where people normalize the absurd, in this case, individuals who do not identify with the gender assigned at birth. Here goes nothing. I need a drum roll for those up front. <laughs> Emily, I believe you are a woman. After laughs, a hyped-up intro video, and an enthusiastic standing ovation, Kirk took the stage. Most of Kirk's speech centered around talking about the woke left's delusions about various social and political issues. And it's totally true, obviously. I mean, just, just thinking you are something that you wish it to be does not make reality change or comport to your will. Unless you're an unbelievable egotistical narcissist, you think everything should realign because you suddenly wake up and think, I want nature to change. Like, yeah, you actually didn't create nature, and maybe you should get back to the language of biological reality. But I was actually really curious of what is the Merriam-Webster definition of a delusion? Because I use that word, and I think we can all kind of come up with our own definition. A delusion is a false belief or judgment about external realities held despite incontrovertible evidence to the contrary, occurring especially in mental conditions. And I think we have a lot of delusions in America right now. Not just delusional people, that is true, but delusions that we are believing. After a while, Kirk called for audience questions and a line quickly formed. The first invited to ask questions were TPUSA supporters and volunteers, and event staff reordered the line, asking awaiting questioners what they intended to speak about before letting them take the microphone. Some asked for Kirk's advice, some debated him, and others tried to find common ground. There were many cheers, mostly in favor of Kirk, but a few clever opposers were able to rile up an enthusiastic minority. One of the most successful challengers, James, spoke to Kirk during his appearance outside of the UC's library earlier yesterday, as well as at the Campbell Hall event. By successful, I mean that James got a really enthusiastic response from the minority in the audience opposing Kirk. James argued that climate change was caused by humans, 
Charlie Kirk challenged this idea at first, but after hearing James's evidence, he sort of brushed past the issue and began asking James questions. The audio is a bit difficult to hear because of the commotion James's interaction caused, but let's take a listen. How and where should we dispose of the incredibly acidic, sometimes radioactive batteries that electricity where, where should we dispose of them? But, but that, you want to see, it's a, it's a straw bed because you answer the question. I am Exiting the event, people were buzzing, debating, and debriefing what was said. Some were enraged, others inspired, others downright perplexed. With KCSB News, I'm Jackie Sedley. And I'm Reese Rand. And I'm Dan Siddiqui. And I'm Rosie Boltman.